Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to The Tradar, a trader's podcast. My name is David Bloomberg, and I'm your host for season one of The Traders Canada. The Tradar features deep dives into every episode of the multi-award winning hit TV competition show, The Traders, as well as interviews with contestants from the show. Today, we're talking about The Traders Canada, episode eight, and I have another fun guest as I welcome my friend and fellow podcaster, Sarah Carradine. Hello, David. You're right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and for anyone who doesn't know, uh, you know, from my other podcasts, uh, I I have a sign up that says, David, you're right. Uh, yes, for I the should, video I, podcasts. So. I was just Ron Burgundy. It was in front of my eyes. So yes. I said it. <laughs> yes. Uh, but it's now, also my opinion that you are right. Uh, I think it's a fact, but yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, now, uh, uh, for people who may not know this, Sarah had me on her podcast to discuss Traders New Zealand, and um, which is not where she lives. You you may have noticed a, a slight accent depending on where you're from, uh, but it's close. So it seemed only right to have you on here for Traders Canada, which is not where I live, but close. Yeah, I appreciate that. No, I am here in beautiful Aora, Sydney, uh, moving towards high summer. The sun is beaming through my window. I'm looking at the Sydney Opera House and the Harbour Bridge as I speak to you. Just, you know, that's just where I am. Ah, yes. And uh, summer is definitely not here in <laughs> in the U.S. or Canada. Or I, Canada. I'm... I was going to say it's it's 41 degrees right now, but then no, you would probably mean anything to yeah, me. you would yeah. probably be like, wow, that sounds really hot. Uh, yeah, it's but yeah, too hot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wrong degree <laughs> system for both of us. Here. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. So before we uh, before we uh, start here, how have you been enjoying the Traders Canada? Uh, it's curious, David, because 
any traitors is good traitors? Mm-hmm. Question mark. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we've just we've just uh, you know lived through the worst season of all time, which yes. was uh, the Traders Australia season two. So, uh, you know, great end game, but you know, five minutes doesn't make right. a season. So, I've been curiously detached from it, and I kept waiting to. Cozy up with some of these players. I kept waiting for cozy up or koozie up. Koozie up. Yeah. <laughs> Devastated about koozie because yes. I love her. Yes. Uh, she was really the only one I was koozie up. I mean, I had opinions as always, as you know, right. but I always have opinions. But I I don't know what it is that is stopping me from going in feet first. However, watching it is not is not a, the pain in the rear that watching Australia 2 was <laughs> you know it's 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 pleasant everyone's like ah that's why everyone's likable that's yes. the problem now we've got it that's the problem but yes i keep waiting for an engagement i think and part of that might be an engagement in the game with the players nothing to do with them not finding traitors mm-hmm. nothing to do with that right right um so one of the, re- I mean, I always like podcasting with you, but one of the reasons I was very keen to come on was to try and talk through my slight ambivalence, but it's not a dislike. I enjoyed it. I am sorry she's gone because yes, she was yes. my touchstone. Uh, and you know, you, you will know, as no one else will know, you will know someone's still in the game who I'm furious they're still in the game. Ah, at, least yes. that's, at least that's a passion. At least I'm having a passionate reaction. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, let's uh, set up the Trader Traitor game. For uh, anyone who is not familiar with this, uh, each of us will lie to one another once during the podcast. The lie can be big or small about the traders, yourself, or anything else, as long as it is a complete fabrication. However, we are looking for fake facts, not fake opinions. Like, I can't say, I think Mickey is playing a great game and he's... And I can't say, I completely agree. Right, right. Uh, And and, uh, for that reason, it would be an obvious lie to both of us anyway. Um, Also, any lie involving numbers needs to be something like an order of magnitude. So I can't say I have eight pages of notes when I only have seven. I would need to say I have 70 pages of notes or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a lie. Um, At the end of the... I do know you, David. That's true. It might give me pause before I call that out. That's true. Uh, At the end of the episode, we'll put our trader hunting skills to the test and see if we can detect the other person's lie. So, Sarah, are you ready to betray me? Oh, completely. Okay. All right. Are you I, ready to betray me? Oh, yes. Uh, in that case, I think we're game... supposed to say that no. we're not. Yeah, I think we're supposed to say that we're faithful and couldn't possibly well, betray each other. Right. And, of course. Yes, obviously. Yeah. We're, yes, both faithful. Um, all right. Well, we begin the episode. We head straight to breakfast as Donna and mm-hmm. Leroy walk in first. Uh, last week, I said, if I were Mike and Cousy, I would have kept Travon because he's perpetually wrong. And I would have murdered May because she was coming too forcefully for Koozie. And then I would have acted all upset that, you know, the real traders think I'm so stupid that would I would do something so obvious. And so that was my prediction coming into it. 
And as it turns out, that's a pretty good prediction uh, for yeah. once. For once. Do you, and I, do you I, think a pretty pretty good way to play it? Uh, I think Mike's uh, particularly uh, pleased. Yes. But, uh, uh, yeah. I think for for 50% of the traders, it was a good yeah. way to play it. Um, now, uh, Leroy is pretty calm about the fact that they keep knocking out the faithful, saying it's just part of the process, which I like that. If you're yeah. faithful, it doesn't matter who goes. As long as it's not so, you yeah. and, and you keep positioning yourself well, well then you're good. Um, he also says they need to stop focusing on the whole blue team versus red team thing from the airport, to which I say, hallelujah. Um, and they both discuss Mike a little bit before Mike and Mickey walk in. Uh, Mickey says he thinks himself and Donna are being kept in because they're so gullible. Yeah, Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then he claims, but he does go on to say that he he is faking his gullibility. And I go, Mickey, now you've done no, you've stretched it now. No, no, yeah. I mean, Mickey is faking his gullibility the same way Bowie Jane was a brilliant Big Brother U.S. player, just pretending the whole time. Mm. Um, so sorry to uh, diss your fellow Aussie there. Oh, please, as I said uh, live on stage. She, no, I can't say it here, but she's a country woman is what I said. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, yes, uh, luckily that wasn't recorded. Uh-huh. And the eight-year-old in the room had no idea what I'd said. So, oh, well, good, yes. good. Uh, but boo, Bowie Jane, uh, just to jump the rails for a moment. Yes. Uh, she's no, she's not an Australian. She's, oh, she's, you've, you've revoked her citizenship? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, yeah, single-handedly, because <laughs> I'm allowed to. <laughs> Who knew we had someone with such power here? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, So, uh, yeah. Meanwhile, Donna tells Mike that his name has come up, but he's not on her radar. And, you know, she agrees when she said when he says he's played an honest game. Oh, I'm sorry. That was, by the way, that's very psychic, Donna, who Mm -hmm. who said that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm uh, Gurleen is next, then Travon. So, yes, as I mentioned earlier, I was right. First prediction that I got right this season, I think. Um, Travon doesn't understand how he's still there or what game the traders are playing. Yeah, yeah, we know. We know, Travon. Yeah, we yeah, know. we know. Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, then, of course, Koozie joins breakfast and people seem happy, which makes Koozie happy. Uh, so May is gone. We flash back to Traders Tower uh, Kuzi says May nearly got her, but she got May first. Um, and Mike tells us if Kuzi gets out of this one, she's the real magician. Um, when May gets the news, she says it's because they couldn't manipulate her. Uh, yeah, she confer- uh, it confirms that she's a kind person, David, she says. Confirms that she's a kind person. Yes, yes. She's a kind of person. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> all right you're almost killing me here sorry, uh, sorry yeah just, no, that's sorry. okay if you get out um, of this you are the real magician yes uh she did say she hopes the traders win because the faithful suck i i have nothing to argue about there yeah uh, yeah but that's just like people saying oh oh i was in traffic it's like no you're not in traffic you are the traffic yes exactly <laughs> may you are the faithful yes Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Gerline tells us she thinks Koozie is a traitor, but hasn't told anyone else. Uh, Leroy doesn't know. Donna is clueless as ever. Mike tells us he's going to war and drops Koozie's name to Donna and Leroy. Meanwhile, Koozie does what I expected and tells 
uh, Gurleen that someone took out May to keep the heat on her. And Gurleen gives Kuzi the opportunity to say something uh, bad about Mike. But Kuzi tells us she still wants to protect Mike. Yeah, the feeling yes. is mutual. No, as she will, near yeah, spoiler, find out. Yes. Yeah. What? Wh- why? Why is one? I mean, they have to turn on each other at some point. So, well, is it a question of who blinks first? Because Kuzi doesn't tell us why it's not that he. She knows she must at some point, but she doesn't tell us. There's only seven of them left. Why, as far as Kuzi is concerned, is it not time for Kuzi to turn on Mike? So they had a discussion, I think it was last episode. It might have been the end of the previous episode. I can't remember for sure. Um, where Mike said, I don't want to get you out because then I would have to blackmail somebody. And looking at these candidates, nobody there is really good. And I don't want to have to deal with that. We've been working well together. And she said, yeah, same. Everything you said is the same for me. And I agree. Blackmail. Yeah. I hate the blackmail. I, yes. Portion of yeah. the game. And we're getting it next right. episode, you know. Right. I mean, that was a question I had for you. At the end of episode seven, they said, oh, we can't recruit because everyone would, everyone would refuse. Right. And it wasn't even a discussion between them. And I thought, did I miss something? How do we know? And under what circumstances would someone refuse? I mean, it's not like blackmail where it's, you know, mm-hmm. join or die. Right. But it is, in essence, join or die because if you refuse a recruitment, you must be murdered next, surely. What What do you think has happened? Have we seen enough evidence to know that someone would refuse? Sorry, I've, I've derailed your train. No, uh, it's there, fine. David, um, but- I, I believe that I, in this episode, unless I'm, unless I'm mistaken, uh, I believe Kuzi made a comment. I don't think I'm imagining this that said because um, they were talking about recruitment, whether it's at breakfast or right yes. after. And I think and Kuzi made something a comment like that said, everyone agreed yes. that they wouldn't right. be recruited. But it's, right. Oh, yeah. But she like, said something like I, I had a feeling there wouldn't be a recruitment because everyone was saying they wouldn't be. So we didn't see it, but mm. she is telling us. You know, it's the old, uh, well, you know, on TV, the adage should be show, don't tell. But mm-hmm. in this, sometimes on these reality shows, it's tell, don't show. And, yes. you know, we will see it on other shows like on Survivor. It's hard to show how important someone is in the game. So you'll see a couple people saying, oh, that person is really important in the game. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what we're getting here is we're kind of getting retroactively hearing about this. But, I mean, if it was in a group setting, why would you think that everyone's telling the truth? Well, that's true, too. (laughs) Mm. I mean, but I don't know who they would have recruited. I think we went through it, and I I mean, mean, Leroy, but, I mean, you don't want to recruit someone strong at this point. It would have been hilarious if they recruited May. Yes, May or Trevon. Um, Mm -hmm. I just... I, I think recruit was, Donna. That's what I say. Recruit Donna and push her in front of the. I mean, I think in front of the train. Yeah, but the thing is, nobody would believe it. That's the other problem. Yes. You don't want to recruit yes. someone who's going to win. Yeah, and you don't want to recruit someone who couldn't conceivably have been a traitor from the beginning. Right, and so you need you know what the perfect time to recruit someone 
would have been when the game didn't allow them to recruit someone. When yes, they put people yes. on death row, yes, yes, they were yes. getting ready to recruit That's someone irrash. that they could mm-hmm. throw under the bus. Mm-hmm. And instead, the game forced a different route on them. Yeah, that's 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 true. Uh, I mean, I think Gurleen would have been a good choice again a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. a couple of episodes ago. Right. Uh, they sort of painted themselves in a corner. And I also think that Koozie has had in her mind, even though she's sort of thinking I have to cut Mike at some point, she has said to him a number of times, it's us till the end, us till right. the end. So I think she's thinking of some kind of slippery end moment where she does it, whereas Mike... I'm jumping ahead. Sorry, yeah. David. But no, Mike quite rightly is 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 taking the move at what I believe in my heart of hearts, truthfully, mm-hmm. is a good moment to to okay. round on Koozie. Yeah. 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 I'll have more thoughts of that at the end, I think, mm-hmm. just because yes, yes. it's it's a it's a it's it's a topic that we discuss a lot in Survivor. And so it's interesting mm-hmm. to have it come up here. Um Back in the episode, uh, Mickey's name comes up a couple times in conversations because if anyone hasn't been suspected, it's him. I mean, yeah, I I guess. But if if he were actually a traitor playing like he has been, it would be amazing. But he's not and it's not. He's just there for the ride. Um, So they go on the mission. Well, they don't go. It's it's right there for them. Uh, three players are randomly picked to stand on trap doors. Uh, the remaining group uh, and the three are asked questions where the answer is one of the three players' names. Each time the answers match, they win $500. The first time they hear their name, a balloon is popped or let go. The second time, they're dropped. Uh, so it's sort of similar to, well, no, actually it's not. I don't know that we've seen a game like this. It, it, at first, I thought it was going to be like the one where they were on the big wheel and answering questions. But this is specifically about only the three of them. So I think this that's is a, what makes it different. Yes. Um, so then the three worst faithful are picked first. <laughs> uh, Travon, Donna and Mickey. Um, nobody wants to be stuck on a deserted island with Donna. The group thinks Travon is definitely faithful, um, but only Travon agrees, and the others say Mickey. And then everyone says Levon ha- or Travon has lied the most, uh, going back to his stupid "I'm a waiter, uh, I'm a server" lie, and he's dropped through the trap door, which is highly amusing to me. Mm-hmm. And it it should be noted, and I didn't realize this, but once you go through that trap door, you can't hear the questions and answers anymore. Right. You are you are sequestered from very valuable information, and you have to rely on your fellow players to to tell you what the questions and answers were. Now, look, I don't know, you know, how valuable it is mm-hmm. apart from a, a question uh, about Koozie, which will come up. But that I thought was a curious, uh, a curious byproduct of yes. how the game was played. That I thought I don't understand that. There being only three to choose from in my memory on the big wheel with the touchy subjects, you could answer anybody yes. uh, in the game. But here you can only answer from the three uh, standing on the trapdoors. Yeah. And I think that's to get them through the trapdoors. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what I didn't realize was that a new person was going to be drawn every time someone went through the trapdoor. I was like, oh, OK. And so 
uh, Gurleen is called up. Um, then everyone says Mickey has revealed the least about himself. So apparently he's being as um, as vociferous in person as he is uh, on TV. Um, and same for who they would confidently put their lives in their hands. So you don't know anything about him, but you'll put your life in his hands. Okay. Okay. Uh, so he's gone and Kuzi is called up. Uh, who is the least useful in the hunt for the traitors? Donna says Gerline, but everyone else says Donna. And so away she goes. Um, she didn't to, see it coming though, David. No, she didn't. And she should have, uh, to be replaced by Mike. Uh, who is the most two faced? Um, so you've got Mike and Gerline on the trapdoors. Leroy is the only one left as the answerer for what I had called the group before. Um, everyone picks Koozie except Koozie who picks Mike, which is, mm-hmm. you know, the question you were talking about earlier. Like, mm, yes, Corinne Car- calls it the circus. Let's see what the yes. circus said. Yes. So, sure. Um, she can uh, do no wrong. Yeah. But <laughs> sure. Uh, I don't know. If she could do no wrong. But yes. Hey. Um, oh, wait, Koozie or the or Corinne? Corinne. OK, well, we'll get to one thing that she did wrong later. But oh, uh, okay. well, her or her. Yeah. Anyway, uh, her handler. Yes. Handler. I like Um, her outfit here. She's wearing tweed because she's cold, but there's a little cutout over her chest because obviously that bit's a little bit hot. Yeah. The rest of her's very cold. (laughs) Yes. I love her so much. Last week she was, I believe, the first one, the first uh, traders host to ever show their belly button on. uh, Mm -hmm. You know. So. um, uh, See, Roger, take note for season three. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, next question whose behavior has changed the most uh, Kuzi and Gerline say Mike uh, Mike says Kuzi so does Leroy uh, which I I don't understand Kuzi's behavior changing I think she's pretty much been the same but okay uh, so they drop her through the trap door that ends the game they make $9,000 which is pretty good for them um, but Kuzi isn't thrilled about people saying she's two-faced uh, which, you know, she'd be even less happy to know later. Mike tells Gerline he's even more confident that Kuzi is a traitor than he was about Melissa B. Uh, he gives a number of reasons to her and then Travon, such as her being a 911 operator, but blowing up the situation instead of diffusing it. And it's like, I, she wanted to blow up the situation. That was her whole goal. So that one, uh, yeah, that, that's a weird one, but it seems to hit home. And I think I saw Kuzi on social media say something like there was a lot more to that previous roundtable related to her being a 911 operator. So that could have been why I he specifically I brought did. it up. It's like when people say, well, you're an actor, so you would be very right. good at acting in this real life mm-hmm. situation. I mean, it's very strange. If you're a firefighter, is it like, well, you're a firefighter, so... There's you a fire in the hearth. It. Yeah, you yes, wouldn't you... Fl- inflame the situation. Yeah, and you're going to throw sand on the fire and the fire. But yeah. it's uh, people. Yes, they, they, they. Um, I was going to say religion. Uh, what do I mean? Profession. Their mm-hmm. profession says something about them, but they are not doing their profession while they're playing right. traitors. It, it just, it's such a strange 
line to draw and yet people who have used it knowingly mm-hmm. in many of the trader seasons now that we've seen have done so very successfully. And whether it's because they have persuaded the people that it's valid mm-hmm. or the people are just latching on because it's something to latch on to, I don't know. But this 911 operator thing took me completely by surprise because right. I thought, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah, it, and it doesn't. I mean, you can be a perfectly calm person at work and blow up mm-hmm. elsewhere, you know, mm-hmm. and it was clear because you wanted to blow those situations up. Yes. It benefited her to blow those up. And so, I mean, but hey, Mike, you know, he he saw what he could use and use. Yes. It, so successful. Yeah. Uh, Kuzi talks to Travon and pushes the Mickey narrative because he says so little. Mickey. Really? Are we really aiming at Mickey now? I mean, I I understand the whole concept of we have to think about people who we haven't thought about before. But Kuzi really thinks Mickey is going to catch on. Mm. It just isn't. We're not there, Mm -hmm. but it just isn't credible. Both Kuzi and Mike have made and and Mike makes makes a serious uh, verbal slip twice in this episode. Uh, but they are, you want to look for people who are active in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, whether, you know, like Kuzi, as they say, she said one name in the scramble beforehand and then she votes a different way. Yeah. Or you're looking for someone who actively doesn't say a name, uh, but someone who's just sort of putting along <laughs> Mickey and Donna, sorry. But yeah. Just pudding. Yeah. Like it, if they were traitors, it, it, they'd be better actors than our lovely girl from the UK. Yes. Who played a body. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's got to be something going on. There's got to be something there. I can see why Mary would have been a great choice. I can see why uh, the the second Melissa would have been a great choice. Yes. You know, Gurleene I would buy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd almost buy Travon, you know, so that his bumbling, because his bumbling has been very active bumbling, mm-hmm. but uh, I think Kuzi selected her target incorrectly uh, and could have played on the sort of the same thing that Gurleen says, you know, at the round table, which is Gurleen's my friend and I can't believe I'm saying her name, but right. I've been blinded to it because she's active, uh, if not pushing you know, for someone or another, she's sort mm-hmm. of actively in the game. Yeah, yeah. Mickey was a choice, I think. Yeah, I think that, and, you know, we'll discuss, uh, you know, it, it comes up at the round table, but I think that she probably wanted to keep her people, which is a good plan. If you have yeah. people, if you have people who you believe trust you and will take you, you know, will go with you willingly to the end, it's a good plan. Um, It's, just at some point you need, you know, you need re- a, a reasonable target. And I don't think that mm-hmm. Mickey was a reasonable target. Yeah. yeah um, agreed. Uh, anyway, later, Leroy asked Trevon about Mike and they agree he's been coasting and using other people's information and just kind of spitting it back out there, which is literally the same thing Kevin said about Mike weeks ago. And now they're acting like this is something new. And it's like, <laughs> no, Kevin told you this. Um, Mike talks and then and then he went, you know, yes, yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mike talks to Koozie, but tells us uh, he's, you know, acting like they're working together, but he's using it to get gossip on her. So while she's providing him information to hopefully help defend her, you know, it's pretty clear he plans to use it against her. Uh, but wait, Kareen shows up in an out of nowhere wearing an outfit that I mentioned earlier was a mistake. The huge bow on her chest oh. that sticks up so high around her face. I literally, I mean, let's face it. I'm never going to wear this outfit anyway. It's but called fashion, David. Look it up. I couldn't look it up. I couldn't. I mean, I could look up, but I couldn't look to the side because the bow is so big. Um, So, yeah, I, I mean, you know, I. You know, I'm never going to. So uh, it, it's, uh, uh, you know, but still. So she shows up in this. And I the would players... like to see you in it, David. Yeah, well, I would yeah. like to see it. <laughs> I'll have to. I'll have to. Message and, you know, her. that's not a lie because I'm not allowed yes. to lie about that's matters right. of opinion. Right. But... Um, so the players immediately expect a twist, uh, but she claims it's just a nice dinner on the terrace. Yeah, sure. Karine. Uh once and that they're... they are surprised when it isn't. Right, right. Well, um, have they ever watched a television show before? Yeah, exactly. Um, any television all... show, not right. just other traitors. And any fictional any, television show, yes. Any show. Dinner is never dinner. Yeah. Um, so they're at dinner. Kareen joins them. And we do indeed get a new twist. There will be either a murder or a banishment. Uh, to avoid the murder, players must unanimously agree on banishing. And if one person chooses murder, there will be no banishment. If uh, they do agree to banish and they get a traitor, it'll add $10,000 to the pot. But if it's a faithful, it will subtract 10000 I mean, this is public. So there's really no way that any traitor is going to say anything but banish, even though it puts them in danger. Because saying, no, we want to murder puts them in a lot more danger. Um. So... Yeah, it takes zero time to debate this pretty much. I mean, they say some things, but can you think of any reason that anyone would say murder? Only a traitor buys them another day. Uh, it depends if a day is a long time in the traitor's. I mean, you know, we know three days is a long right. time in 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 old school Survivor. You know, yes. in thirty nine day Survivor, three days is a long time, but it only buys them here until tomorrow, and mm -hmm. the target is huge. What you need to do is get someone who isn't a traitor to say uh, to be worried about losing the ten thousand dollars. Worried enough, but worried enough. But because, here's but the, the thing. thing: is they yeah. just made nine thousand, so right. Even if they lose 10, they're only minus 1,000 on the day. Yeah. And uh, so it's, yeah, I, I can't see it ever happening, honestly. And I think producers knew that. I think if anything, this is something I've talked about before, that the game does tend to slant towards the traders. And mm -hmm. so this is kind of something to help maybe nudge the scales a little bit back towards even with the faithful. Yeah. I mean... I'd be interested, David, I mean, can you, I know you just said you can't, but is there any way that anybody not a traitor would say murder? 
I mean, if they felt I, heat on them, if they had been told they were the next to be banished. I guess, but the, but the, the scrambling that the seems heat. to go on uh, in this, in this, with this particular group of people, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot that we don't see, but it doesn't seem like we sometimes see where people know they're going, their name is coming right. up. They might have heard their name here and there, but mm-hmm. with seven people, you hear every name. And I suppose if you're, Donna, you're sort of blissfully sort of <laughs> unaware that your name will ever be written down. And it may never be. Once you, you and may never look, she may be the winner, David. What what can I really? say? Yes. Uh if you're Travon, you might be worried about being at the round table. But again, his knowledge that he isn't a traitor right. probably leads him to feel bulletproof at the table. And and if it weren't for Mike you know, putting his sights mm-hmm. on Takuzi, you know, Travon, which Travon doesn't know that Mike's going to do. Right. Because Travon doesn't know who the traitors are. Yeah. Uh, you know, Travon could easily have been banished, particularly as at breakfast he, you know, he wondered how the hell he was still there, as yeah. did a number of the other players. Yeah, I sort of I, talked myself round now to saying, you know, maybe a Travon maybe could say murder, but I still don't think he'd do that. No, he wants the money in the pot. Uh, I know he makes a comment later that uh, he, yeah, he said late, later on, he says he hopes they get a trader tonight because he can really use the 10K. <laughs> and my thought immediately was, oh, Travon. It's, it's, it's not even, yours, Travon. Exactly. Even if it's added to the pot, it'll never be yours. Um, yes, yes. But uh, it, it's... I think he has gotten past the point of danger. He was in danger early. Yeah. And then he was so bad that it just passed him by that he managed to make it past that point. Um, so. I yeah, I think it's I think he's I think he is pretty safe right now. I think he'll be at the end one way or the other. He'll be at the end. Um, But. You know, the traders could end up killing him before then, but we're getting close to the, there's only two more episodes. So, yeah, so um, exciting, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we get to the round table and Mike surprisingly opens discussions by saying he could say something small about everyone at the table, but he's going to start by ripping a hole in Koozie. Um which he had asked her if she wanted him to do, and she had said no. I know, and then he does it anyway, and she's like, oh, uh, it was, oh, it was perfection. Yes. Um, and he asks why Melissa claimed Kuzi said her name, and Kuzi says she made it up. Now, this is the thing. Kuzi's right. As far as we know, Melissa was totally wrong about this whole situation. But Mike believed it, and furthermore, Mike can use it. So... He continues grilling her and Kuzi tells us nobody has anything on him so they can listen. They'll listen to what he says. Um, and this is where he notes that she's been bringing people along for the ride to hit them later. Um, which, let's face it, it is a smart trader tactic, as he would know. Um, and then Travon asks if she has any theories on who might murder May to frame her. And she doesn't have a very good answer, just saying it would be someone not linked to May. And I expected a better answer out of her than this. I think she at this point, she's kind of a little bit in shock. Mm. Um, but wait, she's a 911 operator. She can't ever That's have that happen. Yeah. 
Um, then she's like it's not her leg that's detached and hanging right. off. Yes, you know, exactly. she can be very calm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then she switches back to Mike, noting that Gurpiar, Mary, and Kevin all brought up his name and then were then gone. And uh, now he's brought up these things, uh, you know, about her to hide behind her. And he has a very good comeback to note. It's odd how she never said these things about him until he brought up things about her. And she acknowledges it, which, you know, again, only serves to hurt her case. It's like she's been holding on to these things. And then he attacks her and she lobs it back. But the problem is the person responding is almost never going to get the upper hand here. Yes. And it's always a very bad look if you have to say, let me finish. Mm hmm. It's very odd. It's like that. you almost yeah. have to let someone talk over you, wait till they're finished and say, well, if I can make my point. Or yeah. say that you did bring the information up. I did bring the information up, just not at a round table. Yeah. Well, then he I might have go been around discussing and say, okay, who here heard that from her? Well, everybody that's that's gone. Yes. Mike. Yes. <laughs> you know. Huh. What a coincidence. All the people what that you murdered. Um, All the people that I mentioned it to are gone. Yeah. How how does that work? Mm. It's interesting. It's like she couldn't switch over into targeting him. Yeah. She could only think about defending herself against him. Right. And, And you're right. She never said, she never brought up Mike's name. She did what she tells us that she did as far as we saw. Right. Which is that when Mike's name comes up, she doesn't vociferously defend him. Right. She appears to consider him. Mm-hmm. So she might have said, you know, mm, Mike, that's interesting. I hadn't thought, or why do you think Mike? Yeah. Or, you know, it would be foolish to not con- right. say everybody. Right. Um, but that goes back to, you know, uh, last episode where Melissa didn't have a reason, which, you know, yeah. le- lesson for all future traders players. If you're going to say so-and-so brought, brought something up you better have a reason for it not i mean you know that uh, that's one of the main reasons melissa was banished was she had no answer you know and and so she just it looked terrible it it looked like it was a a terrible lie and she probably wasn't lying i mean it looked like a lie if it was a lie it was a terrible one i think it was just a misunderstanding a misremembering a misread a miss something Mm. Yes, and I had been sort of interested in Melissa up till then. I thought, if not a very strong player, like a contender, mm-hmm. she was active, uh, believable as a traitor because of those things, I right. think. But she was only thinking of the next step rather than the one after. And I wonder mm-hmm. if it's easier for as a traitor to think about, well, if this, then that. Yeah. Uh, if you are faithful you're only thinking of step one or if you're faithful, you have picked the traitors and you are choosing not to eliminate them, which is a hard dance. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we saw certainly with Annabelle in Australia too, Mm -hmm. uh, which ended at episode five, when she was, uh, we saw with her game that she played it, that she, once she figured out who the traders were, she would stay close to them and not mention their right. name. But it was hard to walk that line while appearing to be 
an active participant in the traitor hunt. And I don't know how you walk that fine line. Yeah, it is hard. And, you know, Kevin tried to, except he didn't realize he had already been close to a traitor for a long the whole game and tried yeah. to get close to someone else who he thought was a traitor who wasn't. And then just, you know, announced too much of his game, you know, at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, coming back to now, Kuzi does have a, a, a good and logical argument in response to Gerline mentioning uh, her saying, and this you, you had mentioned earlier, her saying she was going to vote one way and then ending up voting another. Yeah, minds change at the roundtable. And I, I discussed this either last week or the week before. This isn't a survivor tribal council or a big brother, you know, voting ceremony, whatever you want to call it. Those things don't change. You know, nobody goes in there and su- and suddenly it's a big surprise. Tribal councils, people say there are live tribal councils. Oh, my gosh, what could happen? Very, very rare. Roundtable. It's just sticking to the plan. Yes, exactly. Roundtables are live almost every week. And yes, I think a big part of it is because they don't have much time to talk. I mean, we see them out there talking to each other. But like on Survivor, you can literally talk game for, you know, 48, 72 straight hours. Here, you can only talk game when you're together and then you're separated otherwise. So, it's it, you know, we hear people saying, yeah, I didn't get a chance to even talk to this person today. And, you know. And watching it, you think, well, why didn't you? But we right. know that the, the producers invite a player to go and talk to another wouldn't you like to go talk to that person i mean it is they are producing a show it's not that the, they're not putting their finger on the scale they're not giving mm-hmm. anything away i don't believe that but when they say i haven't had a chance to talk to the person they literally mean that uh, between the breakfast which is very public mm-hmm. and then the challenges where they're signally failing to get a lot of money or what, or a meal where everybody's there. Right. But they're, they're literally. And then their own individual confessionals. I exactly. mean, exactly. They're being taken off for confessional. So, what if you're, you know, you want yeah. to speak to someone there in confessional, you can't get to them. So, uh, and I absolutely 100% do not mean, and I would, mm-hmm. I would be absolutely against anyone saying that the producers are putting their finger on the scale. They only do that by the nature of the game. Right. Uh, but not, not by other means. Uh, and so, yeah, but if survivors say, oh, I haven't spoken to this, we haven't ever really spoken. You've mm-hmm. been there for a week. Yeah, then it's been your own fault. Week yeah. With nothing to right. do, literally nothing yeah. to do. Yeah. So, and- yeah, so I, I think these roundtables are very live. And here Koozie did uh, act very well because she said, has anyone at the table, has anyone else at the table right. come in with one name and change their minds? And people uh, graciously agreed that they had. Yes. Um, so then we head towards the end. Uh, the the way this roundtable has gone as I'm watching it and the kind of sad music that's playing tells mm-hmm. me Kuzi is on her way out. She was pretty much the only one even discussed. I mean, Mickey was discussed earlier, but other than Kuzi raising his name, I don't even know if she raised his name once in the roundtable that we saw. And so it's like, yeah, there's, they're not even pretending that this is going to be anything other than uh, a Kuzi elimination. Um, I actually thought it was going to be unanimous, Kuzi, but Trevon, yes. Trevon, Trevon stays what, true what to you, form. What are you doing? What are you doing? He votes the wrong way every time. Now, technically, 
he is right. He voted yeah. for a traitor. He voted for a traitor, right? It's just nobody else thinks that, and it should have been pretty obvious which traitor you should have voted for here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kuzi votes for Mike with three exclamation Three exclamation marks, marks. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I immediately Naughty. wonder... Naughty girl. Yes, if this will be seen as a signal... And indeed, in the, yeah, we skip a little ahead to the previews. We will see the Travon of all people picked up on the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, I I feel very strongly, and here's a sort of the purest mm-hmm. game player in me. I believe that they shouldn't be allowed to put anything but the letters of someone's name. Mm-hmm. Not a smile. Not a sorry. Not a not sorry. Not a not question mark. mark. Not a question mark. Yeah. Yeah. You, they should be instructed just. Spell the person's name correctly if you can. Yeah. Incorrectly if you don't know how to spell it. Yeah. Yep. But here we have it. And uh, so Kuzi goes to the circle of truth, says she's enjoyed meeting them all and really has been killing it in the game. Literally. And so she adds with a smile that they win $10,000. And uh, so finally, after all this time, they get their second trader and they celebrate madly. Yeah. Interestingly, Donna didn't have anyone to hug. <laughs> yeah. I, I just that. noticed I can't help it, but they all rushed together and she was sort of marooned on the other side ah. of the table. I don't think it means anything. It's just yeah. what happened. Yeah. You know. Um, and so I like the way Koozie went out. You know, some people loved it. Bitter Brilliant. or mad, but no. she was just like, hey, great game. Yes. Um, yes. So I've enjoyed her all game. Oh, yeah. I've loved her since the first moment she was on the screen. Mm -hmm. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Um, now, getting back to what you were talking about earlier, about when to strike. I really yes. thought Koozie would do this to Mike, not the other way around. Agreed. And as much as I loved her the whole season, she just was not prepared for Mike to turn on her like this. Um, in the past, she's been able to shut people down. But I think she was just I, I think she was so shocked. That she she couldn't do it like she had told us the previous couple of um, roundtables. She's like, if they come for me, I'm going to rip them apart. And we didn't hear that this time. So she wasn't ready. And also because I think she knew that she could poke at Melissa, poke at May and get them to react certain ways. Mike wasn't going to react that way. He was not mm. going to fall for it. Well, especially as he started the 
the right. attack. As you say, the defender is is necessarily on the back foot. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, there we have it. She is, she is out. Um, next week, Mike has to blackmail, and this is where I think things could go wrong for him, because, and this is where we get to the question of whether he should have waited. I think his situation is similar to one that I've discussed a lot on Survivor, where the question is, if you're a threat, when do you go against the other threats? Because if you do it too soon, then people start going, oh, it's time to vote out all the Then you're the next in line, yes. If you do it too late, one of the other threats that gets the jump on you. And I think it's the same with being a traitor. Um, I, I think that, you know, in, in this situation, Mike, I believe, was spurred into action by Melissa claiming that Kuzi said his name. I don't know necessarily that he would have done it this week if not for that. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yes, I I, I buy that. It feels like the right time. He doesn't know that he's going to be compelled to blackmail. I'm not sure why the game can't. I think he does. Leave one trade. Why can't they just leave one treasury? Because if they get the next trader at the next round table, then there's no more traders. Very true, but but not to spoil, uh, you know, other seasons. But in the original Deveradas, there were uh, there were three, uh, four, four of the final four were not traders. Is this one of the, the non-English game. versions? Yeah, one of the non-English okay. versions. Fascinating. Okay, uh, and they got they got down to two before mm-hmm. they agreed that the game was over. So, it is possible for, but if there's only two more episodes, right? Say they banished Mike at the next table. Mm-hmm. Now you have a fascinating five people, all faithful. You yeah, know, who have I, to make an agreement to finish the game or not. I think that's fascinating. The producers clearly don't agree with me. Right. I mean, I think to the producers, it's called the traitors, not the faithful. And well, as always. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and also, if. OK, so let's look at it this way. Let's say they do get Mike next time and that he doesn't have to blackmail. So he mm-hmm. murders someone. Uh, so it's what Mike and. Did you say it would be four others then? No, he doesn't get to murder anyone. Duh. Sorry, yes. they chose not to. So it's Mike and five others. They go to the round table. They they banish him. Yes. They've known all along that there has not been a recruitment. But they would all yes. know there are no traders left. Ah, so this is how it, it actually, this is why banishment or murder, cake or death, works here because... If you blackmail tonight, which he's going to be compelled to do, no one knows because they're not expecting a murder because they voted not, you know, they voted for banishment, not murder. Right. right. So I like, yes, all right, okay, producers. You, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, okay, all right. If yeah. you want another traitor, this is the way to conceal the recruitment slash blackmail. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't even thought about that aspect of it. I was just thinking, mm. you know, of the end game. Um, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind if there was still suspicion about how many traders there were. I would not mind seeing four faithful go to the end and have to vote each other out. Yes. You know, to see what happens. That well, it'd be aspect. five. Yeah. You know, in this well, version. Four, yeah, four if, or if five, mine, whatever. You know, four or five. Right. I think it's, I, I think it's, it's fascinating. And... Uh, 
this isn't a spoiler, but Australia One started with four traitors, and I believe it's not confirmed in other games how many they are. People tend right. to assume that there are three mm-hmm. uh, in the US. They lost track of them uh, <laughs> to their... Uh, but, uh, yes, I mean, the interesting thing would be to to get if they... So this is pure fantasy now. But, mm-hmm. So they get... They, there's no blackmail they vote out Mike and then the five of them look at each other and go, oh, there must be another one. Yeah. We must have started with four. Right. Well, I would like to see that or I'd like to see them play the game. I would like to see Leroy and Gerline. Uh, who else of that group? I think you just named them. Yeah, but I'm I'm thinking they'd have to have three in order to vote someone out. Like, yes, they could take Donna with them, though. Yeah, take Leroy and Gerline and Donna and say, Trevon, you know, hasn't been helpful to us, so let's just vote him out. Just being forthright and honest, kind of like Kevin was, and saying it has nothing to do with whether you're a faithful or a traitor. It's the game. I don't want to split the money with you. Mm-hmm. You know, and do that the whole way down to Leroy and Gerline splitting the money. Yes. Yes. Um, But as you say, it's called the traitors. Uh, They want the possibility of a traitor getting to the end. Mm -hmm. So did you notice, can I just rewind slightly? Uh, When Mike and Gerline, before the round table, Mike is talking to Gerline, he drops Koozie's name and he twice says, one of you. If we don't, if 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 a traitor doesn't get banished, they'll come for one of you. And he twice says one of you, and she didn't pick it up. Okay, wait. I Say that again. Brilliant. Say that again. So Mike says to Gerline, where he should have said one of us. Oh. He said one of you twice. They'll murder one of you. Wow, I didn't catch that either. Yes. I thought he was talking about like her and one other person specifically, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to give him the benefit of the doubt because he seems to have been extremely careful this day. He even tells us it's yeah. been a very, it's very difficult right. and he's had to hold his nerve. And I mean, he had to be very thoughtful about the day and mm-hmm. how to play it, including calling Koozie two-faced up on yes. the, up on the uh, stand, including calling her out for having changed her uh, behavior when right. she signally has not. Right. So it's been a whole day for him. So I was very surprised that he would make such a slip, but, but maybe David, uh, maybe David, you're right. Yeah. In that he was talking about, he was talking about you, Gerline and another. Right. Person. Yeah. The one, uh, because slip- otherwise that's a major slip. Yeah, the one slip that I noticed, and I didn't even know why they left it in there, was at one point Mickey said something about Mel B suggesting that she was a faithful or something like that. And I'm like, Mel B was a traitor. Do you not even remember that far back? He must have meant Mel A or whatever, but I don't know why they left it in there other than maybe that's the only clip they had of Mickey talking. Um, It's entirely possible. Yeah. Both of them are entirely possible. One of one of the the ones that I think is more more true is that he forgot she's a traitor. Yeah, he, he thinks they haven't got a traitor yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it was a long time ago. Um, for them, no. Well, that's true. It's been a week. It's a week from and now. a day. Yes, exactly. Because because an episode is a day, I believe. Right. 
There, yeah, or there may be two some days. Down I think there days might be two some there. Yeah, but a little bit of fudging. Yes, yeah. yes. So, yeah, as as we're looking ahead and and everything else, I still don't see how Trevon can possibly win, and. You know, I I, I want to say nothing against him, but some of the things I've said and some of the TikToks I've made would suggest otherwise. But uh, I Do you really want to share with the class. Well, just nothing, you know, I I hope he doesn't because it would just be he's luck. played so poorly. But at least yes. he's played. He has played, but I very mean, badly. Yes, and I'm not a fan of people lucking into a win. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's tried and tried and tried, but he's bad. He's Mm -hmm. bad. He was bad from the start with his dumb lie. And he's, you know, so I. He gives me strong Quentin vibes. Yes. I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. He seems like a nice guy. Oh, absolutely. I don't want him Mm. to win. Um, But I worry about it. Either Mike or Gurleen to win, frankly. Yes. Uh, Well, I. I worry about Trevon because of how much stream screen time he's had. He's had a lot of screen time, more than Gurleen has. Yes, more than Gurleen, more than Leroy, especially more than Mickey. As a matter of fact, Mickey had mm. so little that I forgot to include him in that list originally, and then I had to go Ooh. add him to my notes. Um, you well, know. when I started taking notes, I said Donna and Thingy come to breakfast, yeah. and I had to find out what Leroy's name was oh. he, he's not a bad player he's not a bad person he's just so well because it, it took me two episodes to separate him and um kevin and mm. what's his face his now name i don't remember his name now but they were just these <laughs> three blocky white men and then i had to dom? Had to figure out huh is it dominic no oh no okay uh, ernie was there an ernie no there was a daryl i think mm. colin no uh, I might be making up names at this, this point. Is, this is girl? fascinating. I, I this is know, a fascinating I, broadcast. Yeah, wow. We're we're just making up names at this point. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, so Leroy, I think, you know, c- with a different edit, could have piqued our interest. So I can only right. assume that he doesn't do anything interesting because we've. I, I don't believe it's because he hasn't given them enough to yeah. to edit him well. Uh, I think it's the outcome because. Yeah. You know, when he when he talks game, he talks, you know, good game and mm-hmm. he seems to have made relationships and he seems to make plans, but we see so little of him uh, that I, I I don't know. I just yeah. don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping for Mike at this point. Um, yeah. I'd like it to be Gurleen, but I believe it's Mike and I would be very happy because yes. the, the work that he did this day Mm-hmm. What's a very good day's work? Yeah, and I mean, I don't want it to be whoever he blackmails because no, they you don't they, come in on in episode nine and win in episode ten, right? I mean, they and they also have no choice in the matter. It's not a game move at that point. It's a mm-hmm. you must be a traitor. You spent you know this whole time pretending or not pretending and forcing that you're reinforcing that you're faithful. So of course everyone's going to believe you based on that. So. Yeah, he needs to he needs to choose well so he can then throw them immediately under the bus. So who who should it be then? Oof. Who got the most heat in this round table other 
and, and other discussions. I mean, Kuzi was trying to name Mickey, but that, you know, the fact that she was a traitor makes Mickey even more immune. Um, Travon not voting for Kuzi. Could it circle yeah. back to him again? Yeah. But then one thing we did see in a preview and I, I'm, you know, I hate to use this information, but they showed it to us in a preview. We see Mike and Travon talking in the house, and it seems to be a regular conversation, not a you blackmailed me conversation. Um, so I, I think, think Travon's the obvious one, but I don't know that it's going to happen. I think you would be foolish to blackmail Gurleen mm -hmm. because she has the smarts to turn it right on to you. Yeah. Uh, Leroy? Question I think mark? it has to be Leroy. I think it has to be Leroy. Or Mickey. Because... I mean, you you could almost blackmail Mickey. Well, no. I just feel like Mickey and Donna are so floppy yeah. that they could flop over onto your game and extinguish it. Right. Whereas I think Leroy has the smarts and the game mind and is going to be trying to get out of the predicament he's in mm -hmm. and therefore dot, dot, dot. I think it's tough. I think this is really tough. This this group of five that Mike mm -hmm. has to choose from is extremely tough. You sort of want to say Travon, but it's no, I don't think so. I I, I think that his his choice should be Leroy. I've talked yeah. myself around to it. it. Took me yeah. a while to to get there. I think so. And then Mike just has to somehow steer the conversation to get rid of him right away. Someone whose name has never come up. Right. Right. Yeah. Someone who's active but seems to go along with the group and maybe he you know, i mean they all know the rules they all have a rule book yeah and so they know that if it gets down to one trader there's going to be a blackmail you talked earlier about it hiding it but i think they all know yeah. that there has to be a blackmail if they're so, reading the book if right. they are indeed reading the book because apparently it's very thick yes so and they're allowed of, to have it in so their in so their room at them. night. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, have you not seen Australia too, David? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm not nearly that thick. Um, yeah, not not that thick. Um, so, I mean, maybe they'll know that someone's been blackmailed, and they'll immediately start looking for the least suspicious. They uh, yeah, they should be thinking right. that there's been a blackmail or a recruitment, mm -hmm. however it may be. Right. They should be thinking two down, one original left. There's got to be a new one. Yeah. And I think that if Mike can hold his nerve, he can he can steer people towards Leroy. And one yeah. of the great things is when have you ever said a name? Yeah. And even if Leroy has said a name, it's like, oh, uh, you know, like trying to bring to mind. Right. It's one of those 3 a.m. ones where you say, I should have said, you know, I yes. should have said this. Uh it's it's hard. We have not been shown Leroy steering any vote. No. And that could be that's a really good way to finger someone as a as a traitor. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. everyone trusts you, your name's never come up, uh, and you yourself have never you've never said a name. Right. Yeah. And you were friend friendly with Koozie, you know, which Yes, you mm -hmm. were cozy with Koozie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so hmm. All right. Well, 
with that, we will see what happens. Um, before we uh, wrap things up here, I want to let everyone know uh, about more great stuff we have here on the Tradar podcast, both coming up and posted in recent days. We are still working on some interviews with the Traders Canada players, so uh, hopefully those will start coming soon. Uh, we uh, posted the fourth in our special series as Matthew and I are covering Survivor UK here on the Tradar. Uh, it's not the Traders, but the it is a strategic Survivor. Yes, the Survivor. Survivor. Uh, you know, it is a strategic social game where you stab people in the back. So there are similarities. Um, and of course, uh, for those who may not know this already, Matthew has never seen Survivor. And I, of course, have covered the show in many forums for 23 years. So we're looking at it from those very different viewpoints. Plus, of course, Matthew is actually in the UK. So he is the target audience for Survivor UK. And uh, the one we posted a couple days ago covers episodes seven and eight as they're approaching the merge. Um, next week, as my guest here, we will have one of the winners of the New Zealand season of The Traitors. So I'm uh, looking forward to that. Sarah, you have, of course, already spoken to them. We won't say their name just yet. Or gender. Uh, right. And uh, uh, just, you know, if you haven't seen the New Zealand season yet, I, I urge you to hurry up and do so. And literally uh, ranked number one out of all the trader seasons. For yes, me. it is. It is highly ranked. I consider it, and I will talk to this person about it. I'm sure. I consider it a bit of a different game because so many of them knew each other. Because it's New yes. Zealand, and there's like only there's twenty people, people in New Zealand. Yes, um, the the host. Uh, uh, Paul Henry used to, there was a, a, a voiceover to start with, you know, 18 oh, yes. strangers yes. and halfway through it was like 18 people. It's like, yeah, they're not strangers. Right. Right. Some I mean, were, some weren't. Literally yes. in the first episode, one person's like, Oh, I was on uh, dancing with the stars with this person. And they mm -hmm. drove me home every night after practice. And it's like, Oh, yeah, that, this not... person introduced me to my wife. Yeah. Right. Yes. I'm a business partner with this person, you know? Yes. So, yes. Um, so yeah, it's well, your get your guest is a is a great guest, and yes. I would definitely recommend people listen to them and you next yes. week. Well, thank you. Uh, and speaking of great guests, uh, we mm -hmm. have you. Uh, so where oh. can everyone find you? Uh, if people would like to find me, I'm at Sarah Carradine on all the things, hmm. and over on RHAP Reality TV Rehab Ups. Uh, Mary Forth and I will bring you Crime Scene, S-E-E-N. Uh, if we thought for five minutes about how we'd have to spell the name every time we said it, we might have called our <laughs> show something else. But it was too clever. It was too delicious. Yes, crime Scene. Uh, we review true crime documentaries and docuseries, so you can find us there. All right. Uh, and uh, so. Yes. It's time to finish the Trader, Trader, Trader game. Ooh. Ah. I'm so excited. Uh, did you lie to me? Yes. Okay. Did you lie I, to me? I did. I normally try to guess first. And the price. See, here's my problem with this game. I've said it before. I get so into the recap and so into the discussion that we're having. Mm -hmm. I forget to try to seek out the lie. Yes. Um, And so... Same. I have to say, same. Yeah. The only, 
See, the only thing I can think of, and I really don't think this, I'm going to be like one of the people at the round table. I really don't mm-hmm. think this is the truth or the situation, but I'm going to vote that way anyway. I, since I did not catch Mike saying you and, you know, or, or one of you, I am going to guess that that's it. But I think I'm wrong because you mentioned it twice in separate situations. Ah, did I plant a seed though? Yes. So that's my official guess. Mm-hmm. No, that that I didn't that's so. I could show you my notes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um All right, so what is your lie? It's your americentricity that has let you down here, David. Uh-oh. I said it was high summer. It is spring. Ah. <laughs> it's not a very good lie. I but mean, I thought I want to get I want to get the lie out of the way really early. Otherwise, I will spend the entire right. time not listening to you and trying to think of a lie. Uh, I mean, that's pretty funny because if I had thought about it, you know, it's fall here. So obviously it's spring there, but mm-hmm. I've already started considering it like wintry here. So, yes, I should have. Uh, that's yes. very good. That's very good. I tried to make it uh, give, make it a little bit fairer by saying mm-hmm. high summer, so not yes. even summer, like high summer, middle of summer, which is right. uh, January, yeah. just in case anyone wants to come and visit. <laughs> David, you lied to me, did you? I did. So what <sighs> do you think my lie was? I'm going to give my guess, and if okay. it's wrong, which I think it is, mm-hmm. like someone at the round table, yes. then I would like a hint Okay. see if I can get it. Okay. You said about two-thirds of the way through, you said that you had done something but you forgot if it was last week or the week before, and I find that quite hard to believe. I wish that that were the Oh, no. No, I couldn't remember. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Damn it. Uh, I I thought when I I heard it, I thought, oh. Got it. And then I stopped, um, uh, maybe I stopped listening for the lie. So well, can you give me any hint? It is a very small lie. Oh. It's a very, very small lie. And it is something that we discussed at length. Oh, you bugger. Is it a, a lie about a person? It is a lie about a person. Mm. Uh, it is a lie about the host. You love that outfit. No, that would be opinion. She was still wearing, when she came out to tell them about the dinner, she was still wearing the outfit with the hole in the chest. She was. That's absolutely right. Because Ah. she asked them to to do black tie, which according to Mike is no tie. Yes. And then this was her black tie outfit. Yes. Yes. That's a lovely line. (laughs) That's a lovely lie. um, Because I was so outraged at your... uh, lack of fashion sense rather than thinking, hold on, she was wearing the tweed with the cutout. Yes. Oh, lovely lie. Lovely lie. <laughs> All right. Well, we successfully lied to each other. Uh, yes. And so therefore we would be better than, you know, much of this cast. Um, um, yes. Yes. Uh, so I-, I think that anyway, even before well, we that's played true. the game. That's yes. true. All right. So there we have it. Episode eight of the Traders Canada. Um, anyone who wants to reach out to let us know what you think, I am all over social media and reality TV podcasting. I podcast about Survivor on the Rob Has a Podcast Network. Uh, Big Brother's over. Um, name of the show: Lie. Is Blank Lost. Uh, U.S. Lie. U.S. Big, Big Brother, Brother Australia is 
House of Love is yes. in full swing. Yes, <laughs> U.S. Big Brother, the one I cover. Um, <laughs> and uh, you can also find all my various uh, social media accounts and other things through my link tree at linktree slash David Bloomberg with a dot before the EE. Uh, or you could find me at most text-based social media like Twitter, Blue Sky is at David Bloomberg. And on the video platforms, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram is at David Bloomberg TV. Uh, speaking of TikTok, et cetera, I've been posting like three reality TV short videos on those sites every day. Uh, right now, it is a mix of Traders Canada and U.S. Survivor and Survivor UK and House of Villains. And who knows? Now they uh, the, the by the time this is posted, I think the new Netflix series the name is escaping me all of a sudden. It's the uh, reality version of the very popular Squid Game Challenge. Squid Games, yes. I, I, you know, so who knows? We might get uh, some videos of that as well. Although, you know, them dropping it like the day before U.S. Thanksgiving is an interesting choice. Um. So yeah, it'll be you know it'll be a few days before I actually catch that. Uh. People should also make sure to check out the accounts for this podcast overall. You can find us on Instagram as at the Tradar Podcast and as Twitter at the Tradar Pod. You can also email the Tradar Podcast at gmail.com. And if you would like to help support the costs of publishing this podcast, you could drop Matthew a few bucks at uh, coffee.com. That's ko-fi.com slash Matthew Keeley. Uh, with that, I will be back again here next week. Uh, or you can find me elsewhere in the meantime and uh, feel free to reach out to uh, both me and Sarah through social media and we will be seeing you soon. Bye. Bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.